Welcome to What Are You Sporting About podcast, a podcast about business, employment, sports, and entertainment to help educate, support, and guide you to your next level. Here's your host, Attorney Savania DeBarros. Hello, Facebook and LinkedIn, and hi, my Instagram people. I'm Savannah Debrows, also known as a protector of athletes, but I'm also a business, sports, and entertainment lawyer. And I'm happy that you are meeting me live this morning to talk about something that is so important because I see a lot of entrepreneurs doing this, even the ones who are making the millions of dollars. All right. I love um, being able to educate entrepreneurs on what they are doing or not doing that is that is costing them their business profits and leaving them unprotected and could cost them their brand, could cost them the business completely. But today, what I want to discuss is why multiple DBAs is not a real business structure. So if you are joining me live, go ahead and say hi, drop your name in the chat. Let me know where you're watching from and do me one favor too. Let me know what type of business you have. Let me know what type of business you have. If you're watching this on a replay, Go ahead and put in the comments if you are able at a late at a later time. Um, go ahead and put replay in the chat so I can follow up with you guys and see what's happening. So we're going to be talking about why multiple DBAs is not a real business structure. So if you are the entrepreneur that has been out there operating business with multiple DBAs, thinking that you have multiple businesses, well, I have some bad news for you. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. And so we're going to talk about um, how you can really maximize your business protection by understanding the structure of what it is that you want to want to create. Cool. All right. Now, as I go throughout this, if y'all have questions, go ahead and drop them down for me because I personally love answering your questions to help you to really understand deeply um, how to set up a business. Um, and here, let me say this, because sometimes I think we have an idea of the business that we want to create, but we don't really think long-term how this business is going to operate and serve us. And so that leaves us with really the short end of the stick in terms of legal protection, because we have not created something that is robust that can support the growth of our business. Right. And we haven't created something that can support the financial structures of our business. So I'm going to share my screen and I'm sorry, IG people, y'all can't see my screen, but I'm, I'm going to explain it for you. So you'll be able to kind of create a picture in your mind. Why multiple DBAs is not a real business. Let's dive into it, guys. All right. So let me share. Let me pull this up and share. Um my screen with you. So for those who are watching live on Instagram, I'm going to give you a picture to think about in your mind. All right. I'm going to give you a picture to think about in your mind. So I want you to imagine your business name at the top. All right. Your business name at the top. But there are multiple things that you do in your business. And so you have a DBA, meaning doing business as you have a different DBA for each and everything that you do in your business. So imagine your actual business name at the top, then you have a DBA here, you have a DBA here, a DBA here, and then maybe multiple DBAs underneath that, all right? How many of you out there have been operating this way thinking that you have a real business structure? Here's the thing, you don't, you don't, because when we have 
or are operating from multiple DBAs, all we're doing is just creating multiple nicknames for our businesses. All right. We're creating multiple nicknames for our businesses. And so what happens is if you think that you're operating certain activities for what you believe are two distinct different businesses, but they only have DBAs, filed DBAs, and no separately registered business names, then what's happening is all of, if liability happens, let's say you have a DBA down here on the bottom, right? The bottom right. If liability happens on the bottom right, someone sues you um, for selling a defective product, let's say that, then everything that you've created under that business name is impacted. Everything. You know why? Because you, you don't have anywhere to cut the bleeding. All you have is nicknames for your business. So you don't have a real business structure. That is the problem with so many of us. We're not thinking long-term, where do I want to take my business? What is the financial bedrock that I want to create for my business? How do I want it to be sustainable for me in the future? Where are the different markets that I'm going to have to be in? What are the different products that I might have to make? What are the different service areas that I may have to venture into to support my ideal customer? And when you think about your business in more long-term um, in long-term uh, viewpoints like that, you can then strategize what type of business structure will I need to support my business later in the future? Even if I'm not there right now, how can I make sure I create a structure that can support me? All right. So let me give you a different example. Now, for you guys who are on Instagram, I'm going to try and give you a visual for this as well. So instead of having one business name, with multiple DBAs, you know, you have a business name, a DBA, 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 DBA. Instead of having that, now think about the actual business operations that you do with those DBAs, doing business as. And if your operations are distinct, they are completely different from each other, you may need a different business name, all right? So what you can do is you can have business A here, business B here, all right? And then business A and business B, if there's a, a fun name that you like that you believe um, the marketplace is more familiar with, then you can have a nickname, a DBA for those particular business names. But, but stay with me now. They are not separate business structures from the DBA. It's just a nickname for your business. Now, under business A and business B, they can now own their own individual entities. And we see this a lot in large companies, all right? We see this a lot in large companies. Why would you need separate entities? Why would you need separate entities? You want to look at the actual business operations that you are doing. If you have one business and that business is um, selling uh, products, selling products, but then you're like, oh, well, I want to go and I want to do speaking on the side for this, you might need a separate business if it's not talking about or dealing with the exact same thing, all right? So what, you, what you're doing is, is cutting off the liability. Let me share a story with you guys for a moment. There was a young man that um, I represented for a short term, and this young man had a registered business um, for nightclubs. But he thought, because he had a DBA, I think he had about three nightclubs, he had 
DBA for all of these nightclubs, when someone got injured after leaving the club and their, their claim was that the club was negligent by over-serving them alcohol and that contributed to the individual getting into a car accident. And so basically his business needed to pay him for, for that negligence. My question was, okay, where's your business registration for this other business? They thought that they had separate business registrations because all he had done was filed a separate registration for DBA, just the nickname for the exact same company. So here's what happens. If someone is claiming over $350,000 or more saying that you've injured them in some way or you've been negligent in your business dealings or in your operations and you don't have a separate business to cut that liability, everything, all of the liability that flows from that one DBA is going to flow to everything else in your business organization because you have multiple things happening only in one business. So this is why you want to classify and organize your operations for how you are making money, recognizing um, are my operations completely different? Because if they are, then that might be a sign that you need to have a separate business. Now, here's the thing. Business A can invest in business B. All right. Business A can also, it can own business B. And business A and business B can have their own little subsidiary companies. But you need to understand why would they be necessary? What would be the operative goal of these smaller subsidiary companies? Okay. Y'all still with me? Are y'all still with me? Now, I looked into Coca-Cola because we're all so familiar with the Coca-Cola brand. Now, if you thought about Coca-Cola's um, business structure, what would you think? Would you, would you know that they actually own tea brands and coffee brands? Because I'm telling you, I didn't know that. I did not know that. But we also know that they are global. We can go anywhere in this world and find a Coca-Cola product, even some that we may not even be aware of because Coca-Cola acquires so many different companies. So when we think about Coca-Cola and we think about the type of things that they may have to do, let me share again, and I'm gonna read this off for you guys that are on Instagram. When we think about all of the things that they have to do, we probably don't even think that Coca-Cola has multiple multiple companies in our minds we may just think well coca-cola is coca-cola they have their one business and that's how they do business but that is not true if y'all let me tell you if y'all see yourselves as having a large business in the future you have to begin to plan with the end in mind and not just go out there creating something thinking that it's just going to miraculously happen for you because that's just not how business that's just not how it works. If you haven't planned for it, if you haven't envisioned it, you're not going to achieve it. Unfortunately, that's just that's just how it is, right? You're just not going to achieve it. So you have to think long term, what do I want my business to look like? And of course, while you're in it and you're growing it, you can maneuver and re-strategize that business structure. Re-strategize that business structure to support you for where you are and where you're trying to go, all right? So I wrote some notes 
and I hope it's it's gonna come up here. Let me see. I wrote some notes about um, Coca-Cola because I want you guys to see. I want you guys to see what what um, I found. I don't know why it's not coming up. Okay, so let me just. I'm going to read it off to you guys because I really don't know why it's not coming up. But anyway, um, let me see if it'll come up now. Nope, it's not coming up. Okay, so think about this. When we think about Coca-Cola, the company, they have their bottles, right? They have their own separate branded bottles. And think about the brands themselves, like creating the actual brand, creating the logos, right? Getting them stamped onto the bottles. Um, then they have the actual products. So the things that we drink or the things that we taste and the things that we eat that could be owned by Coca-Cola. Then they have distributions. Coca-Cola is worldwide. They are global. So think about all of the distributions that they have to make, not just in nationally, but also globally. All right. Coca-Cola also um, exports. So because they are a national, a, a global brand, they have to export goods across the world. Now, they also have energy drinks. And I didn't know this. I just, I just thought Coca-Cola was Coca-Cola. <laughs> Soda. That's why I wanted to look into this for this particular talk with you guys. But think about this. Coca-Cola also is a, a sports brand, coffee and tea brands. They own Fanta, Sparkling Water. They own companies like Dasani, Smart Water, Vitamin Water, uh, Topo Chico, Powerade, Gold Peak. Who doesn't love some Gold Peak? Who doesn't love some Gold Peak, right? But let me share this with you guys. Coca-Cola has so many different registered companies. I didn't even know that they had this many companies. Check out the subsidiaries and I'm sharing my screen because I and I'm going to explain this for you guys on Instagram. Now, I pulled this from um, the SEC and Coca-Cola. I mean, I'm scrolling this page and we're like at um, two pages worth of no three pages worth of subsidiary companies. All right. So here's an example. They have Coca-Cola Oasis Inc. And that company owns Caribbean International Sales Corporation, Inc., Carolina Coca-Cola Bottling Investments and Company. All right. They have Energy Brands, Inc., FN, FNNCC, which is Singapore, PTE Limited, Fuse Beverage, LLC, um, the Coca-Cola Export Corporation. They also own Atlantic Industries. And that company owns Coca-Cola Industries, LTBA for Costa Rica. And under that, they own Apple. Uh, what is this? Apple Lunaris, GMBH. Um, same thing with brands, GMBH, Coca-Cola Beverages, Pakistan, Bottlers, Manufacturing, China Industries, Coca-Cola Holdings. Deluxe. So my point is, if you all are thinking about how should I structure my business, look at some of the bigger brands that you idolize. And you're like, hey, I want to do business on this scale. Coca-Cola ain't just out here operating with one business entity as Coca-Cola and saying, oh, I'm going to create all these DBAs. Because they are wise enough to know if something happens in one aspect of their business structure, everything else could go down. So they have acquisitions business. They have 
um, businesses in different locations around the world. They have exportation business um, business structures. And then those businesses own other smaller businesses. All right. So can you see how they're how they're stopping the bleeding, how they're stopping the bleeding? So you need to think about your actual operations for your business and where can I stop the bleeding if something was to happen to me so that my business can continue to operate and it can continue to generate revenue, which is what we need to stay in business. All right. So my point, multiple businesses, multiple DBAs, excuse me, is not a real business structure. Multiple DBAs is not a real business structure. A DBA is only a nickname for your business entity. And so if you believe that you need multiple business entities that are operating completely different and distinct from each other, then you need to register a different business. And understand this, one business can own the other, or it can be separate businesses that own smaller businesses underneath it. And guess what else? One business that's that's a subsidiary to company A could actually invest into a subsidiary of company B. But it all depends on what is the, the long term, the future goal of my business. Where do I want to take it? What are the activities that will be taking place inside of my business structure? And that should be the goal to help you map out what it is that you may need to do to start building the future the way that you want to see it. All right. So I hope you guys join me this Friday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. It will be virtual. It will be live and you can ask me some questions. I'm going to dive deep into three ways that you can cover your assets, cover your assets and maximize your legal protection. You guys will not. Let me tell you, so many people, even millionaires, and I am that attorney who represent millionaire entrepreneurs, so many so many entrepreneurs, even those who are millionaires, don't understand this. And they try to do so much of this stuff by themselves. And the problem is you just don't know what you don't know. And so if you are not putting the pieces together properly at the beginning, you are already on shaky ground. Guys, I'm Savannah Burroughs, the protector of athletes and also the attorney to millionaire entrepreneurs and athletes, they pay me to increase their business profits by boosting their legal protection with contracts, trademarks, state and, and uh, federal legal support. All right. Until next time, I will talk to you guys later. Ciao. Thanks for joining us this week on What Are You Sporting About? podcast. Make sure to visit our website, prosportlawyer.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite platform is so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or iHeartRadio. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, What Are You Sporting About? Attorney Savania DeBarros is available for private consulting at S ldebarros.com. And remember, we're here to educate, support, and guide you in your journey to success because we're all sporting about something.